Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Freight to the Point, a podcast by Zen Cargo. I'm Alex Hirschum, and today I'm joined by one of Zen Cargo's customers, Charlotte Pumford, who's the head of regenerative impact at Vivo Barefoot. Vivo Barefoot is a B Corp certified company and offers a range of barefoot footwear and experiences to their customers. They aim to bring people closer to the natural world and to their natural human potential. Today, Charlotte and I will be talking about the importance of focusing on sustainability in the supply chain, how it can reduce risk and create long-term resilience for businesses in the future. Charlotte, welcome. So glad to have you. Thank you very much, Alex. Thanks for having me um, and lovely to lovely to speak with you today. Great. Let's dive right in. What does it mean to start a sustainable business? Oh, that's a big question. Um, I think um, for, for Vivo, um, I probably use that as my first kind of counterpoint. So Vivo Barefoot started um, and celebrated its 10th year anniversary last year. Wow. Um, I, th- I think as, a, as an organization, it's probably um, one of the kind of most positive founding stories. So um, we offer um, a range of barefoot footwear and experiences um, and innately within the business itself from startup, um, I guess the mindset was um, slightly different to the kind of traditional footwear industry, if you like. Um, Vivo essentially um, makes barefoot footwear because we believe that you know the foot itself naturally has everything biomechanically it needs to thrive and so we believe that adding padding and cushioning into footwear isn't the way forwards um, and biomechanically the foot can do all of that stuff itself so that's kind of set Vivo apart I guess from its kind of industry counterpeers from the start and inherently within that our founders, Galahad Clark and Asher Clark, always believed that you know sustainability was absolutely the right way forwards and was the only way that a business should be operating. And so, in its founding story, um, that was almost almost inherently a goal from the outset in terms of how we produce footwear, the materials we were using, how we spoke about sustainability, and and the interaction and the connection of people with nature. And so, I guess in terms of what does it mean to be a sustainable business. I think inherently it comes from the business model itself. It comes from the leadership. It comes from obviously the people that you you hire um, that are your ambassadors, both internally and externally, outside of the business and inside of the business. And it really just comes from, I guess, a mindset of of you know wanting to wanting to do better, but also knowing that business can be done in a better way. And over the ten years, which is an amazing milestone, by the way, congratulations, and also puts into context how long we've been working together for because I think we've been working together for almost half of Vivo Barefoot's journey. How how has that played out in practice in terms of materials, sourcing um, and and reaching your your vision? Yeah, it's a good question. I think of course it's it's always challenging in kind of uh, the wider kind of capitalist structure of how businesses operate. I think sustainability is is very challenging. It's quite difficult. I think the business has always always stayed true to its values in terms of making sure that we are designing our footwear and our products to be as sustainable as we possibly can. And we know that we're definitely not good enough, and we still have a very long way to go. But we believe we are doing better than most across the industry. And it means, you know, making tough calls and tough decisions. So, you know, trying to limit and and eliminate air freight as much as we possibly can in terms of distribution. It means making tough calls on materials um, and making sure that the decisions that we make actually are that, you know, sometimes sustainable materials are more expensive than their traditional counterparts. 
And so that means that, you know, the business makes a decision from a commercial standpoint, but it decides to, you know, sustainability um, is put first in that instance. And I think also, you know, we're very fortunate to have customers and uh, a huge ecosystem externally of people that are very engaged in, in vivo and they really do expect you know the best from us and us to be operating at a level of best practice and so from that perspective I think that's kept us on track a lot but I mean in terms of how that's kind of operated over the over the 10 years and and, and beyond um, I think fundamentally from a leadership perspective it's always kept us on on the pathway to you know challenging ourselves and pushing ourselves to do better. And I think over that 10-year period, most of our listeners will be aware of the change in consumer sentiment towards sustainability, how it's really you know, becoming top of mind for a lot of people. But then you also have, to your point, the question of price and competition factors, obviously now entering an environment where cost of living is under pressure. How, how has sentiment evolved? How has competition evolved? How has the discourse changed since your founding? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I can draw on previous experience of working for kind of large scale corporates in the fashion industry as much as obviously kind of smaller medium enterprises like Vivo Barefoot. I think we have started to see quite a large scale shift in 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 people wanting more sustainable products and and wanting to know more information about where their products are coming from, what materials they're using, you know, and asking more questions of brands and organizations. I do feel that you know, there are there is still a huge amount of, of awareness and behavioural change that's required for for the industry and the our wider organisation and community as a whole in terms of people understanding kind of purchasing habits and understanding kind of the impacts that products do make and do continue to have. I don't think anyone is truly sustainable, and so making sure that you're able to move forwards and, and kind of understand and bring people along on the journey, I think is super important. I think, as, as I mentioned, we were very fortunate at Vivo Barefoot to have kind of highly informed customers who, who are asking challenging questions of us and are asking and pushing us to do better. I'd say back to the kind of initial point, the industry as a whole has moved forwards and there is a, a growing level of awareness and, and challenge of organisations to do much better and to be more transparent. But I think it's not just from the customer's perspective, it's, it's the businesses itself and it's government's legislation that all needs to drive this together. You can't just do one without the other. And, and talking about businesses, there's been a, a real wave in businesses applying to become B Corps, which is amazing. I know it's not an easy process at all. But there's still quite a lot of businesses that think there's a choice to be made and they have to choose between sustainability and success, especially in a model that focuses on shareholder value and, and value can be defined both in monetary terms and in other terms, hence, hence the rising B Corp. To what extent is that still true? I'd say in larger organizations where the, the companies and organizations tend to be a lot older and have been working in a specific way with a specific business model for a long time, it's more challenging. When you have more shareholders, when you have various aspects of reporting and legislation for large-scale organizations that you need to meet, I'd say it's, it's easier for a smaller, medium business to pivot. But I think fundamentally, it still comes down to the mindset of the organization to change. I think for us at Vivo Barefoot, kind of resoundingly, everyone's in agreement that, you know, sustainability and move, actually sustainability is no longer enough, isn't, is no longer good enough to just sustain what we currently have when, you know, we're already feeling the effects and impacts of climate change. There are various aspects from environmental degradation, social impact that everyone is acutely aware of. 
and that's no longer enough for us to sustain. We need to be working to be, you know, moving towards regenerative business practices. And so, you know, for us, sustainability and beyond is a license to operate as a business. It's not a kind of either or, it's not a bolt on. Sustainability runs through and flows through our organization. And we feel kind of that the cornerstone of that was becoming a B Corp in, in 2020. It was our first certification. We are due to do our recertification this year, which we're excited about. And for us, B Corp is kind of a holistic framework, which allows us to look at sustainability, look at how we're operating, and it gives us a roadmap to continuously improve. And so it really aligned to our values. It really gave us a pathway and it's only kind of the foundation of where we want to get to in terms of becoming a regenerative business. But we really do feel that, you know, it's not a question. It's just a case of how do we do it as fast and as far as we possibly can. Let's talk a little bit about sustainability in supply chains and how that sort of supports the wider goal because again talking about sustainability and is sustainability enough you can you know track and offset emissions in supply chains but it's very difficult when you think about everything all the way up to sort of your suppliers suppliers and materials and water usage through transportation through distribution and delivery it's very difficult to actually get to um, sort of gross zero rather than net zero what, what are the goals that you want to achieve through your supply chain and through sustainability? Again, great question, Alex. It's a huge question. I think for us, there's a few points here to kind of unpack. So I think inherently and systemically across the the industry, from a footwear and fashion perspective, there is a fundamental lack of, of transparency. It's extremely opaque when you're getting down to kind of raw material level. And for us, that's a big problem because we want to be understanding what our impact is, you know, all across the areas that we're working with. We actually use a different terminology from a supply chain. We use the term value chain inherently for us historically across the industry. I think a supply chain has been very transactional. And for us, you know, from that perspective, we want to be working and forging kind of long lasting relationships with our partners across the value chain. And that means adding value at every stage. And so kind of hand in hand with transparency, we're trying to build a, a kind of collaborative network of partners that we can work with, you know, not just on kind of compliance to best practice, but also on innovation as well, which is really important, I feel, for, for getting anywhere close to understanding what your impact is from a kind of scope three perspective. For us, I think, you know, transparency forms goal number one in terms of getting as much kind of transparency as possible. I mean, we've set a pretty lofty goal of radical transparency and we're due to launch our value chain map, which lists as much transparency as we have of the value chain at the moment on our website in March, which we're really excited about. And hand in hand with that starts to publish some of the environmental impact data that we've collected so far in collaboration with our partners. I think you know, we have we have this huge strategy for Vivo Barefoot, which is moving beyond sustainability towards true regenerative impact. And that, you know, does go beyond net positive. But we know, you know, we are, we're nowhere near good enough right now. But, you know, getting there is, is still the ultimate ambition because truly, you know, sustainability is, is no longer enough. You know, it's no longer enough to kind of sustain the environmental degradation and the, envi- the climate change impacts that we're currently already experiencing. So for us, you know, inherently, we absolutely fundamentally need to be looking beyond sustainability. So I'd say my second point there in a, in a long-winded answer is, is that, you know, data collection and really understanding your impact is fundamental to being able to action change and working with partners like yourself and like our manufacturing and material partners is, is critical to doing that. And I guess thirdly, 
kind of our, our largest ambition as well when we're talking about impact and collaboration is to you know pre-competitively be collaborating with other organizations and brands that we're working with that are working with the same manufacturing partners as us it's it's, it's really important when we're, we're not doing this alone you know everyone's using the same manufacturing partners everyone's using the same materials and you know it's, it's time for us to start really kind of working more collaboratively together and in a transparent way so I'd say those are our kind of top three areas we're you know we're still very much at the beginning of our journey of, of collecting information to understand what our impact is and and some of the work that we've been doing with yourselves in terms of collecting kind of more primary data from what our impact actually is is, is only helping to kind of solidify and, and formulate where we want to go with creating roadmaps to reducing our impact you know as far and as fast as we possibly can. Yeah, and I think we've been delighted to support you in, in the work that we've done where Zencargo and Pledge have partnered to provide a solution to Vivo to help achieve their greenhouse goal, uh, their greenhouse gas monitoring and reduction goals. And that's really great. But let's let's just come back to sort of that the broader area as to the vision. And you know, Vivo is now a decade plus old. It's really been a leader, it's an incredible brand with an incredible mission and a very engaged audience. Where do you hope it will be in 10 years' time? What's, what's the world that you want to live in in 10 years' time? And what's, what does Vivo look like in that environment? Yeah, it's, a, it's huge, I guess, in terms of from an aspect, you know, fundamentally, and I think I probably said this a couple of times now, but we truly believe that we're not doing enough, that we could be doing much more. And that actually, you know, whilst we're doing, we believe better than, than most across the industry, we still have a very, very long way to go. We wouldn't call ourselves sustainable. And I think in terms of that, for us, it, it gives us ambition and it gives us drive in terms of continuous improvement. We're very fortunate in kind of these uncertain times to be growing as an organization and, and really kind of being able to start from the starting point we have at the moment, which is, you know, at the very beginning of our journey, I think we all feel very fortunate to be able to kind of shape and understand where we're going to go as a business over the next kind of 10 years. Innovation plays a critical part in that process. Um, collaboration plays a critical part, as mentioned, in that process. You know, we want to be getting to a point where, you know, we have full circularity over our products. So, you know, we're, we're utilizing the most sustainable materials we possibly can or materials from regenerative sources, if possible. We want to be processing them in the most efficient ways. We want to be understanding and working collaboratively with our partners across the value chain to be doing that and manufacturing in, you know, the, the least impactful way as possible. And that requires collecting data and that requires understanding what our impact is at every stage. And we want to be engaging our customers and our wider ecosystem in terms of what does it truly mean to, to offer a sustainable product and the ambitions around going beyond sustainability to regeneration. And we want to be then collecting that product back at the end of its life and engaging the customers in that process, recycling it. So we're working on an infrastructure for, for full recycling for our footwear, which we hope to have some, some exciting news on very soon. And, you know, then being able to utilize the output of that recycling process back into new products. For us, nothing is sustainable unless we can we can enact true circularity. But that's not just that's just the products. You know, we have big visions. We have a platform called V Health and Vivia Barefoot very much as a natural health brand as much as it is a footwear brand. And that includes, you know, training on barefoot coaching. It includes ecosystem engagement around natural health and what it means to kind of thrive and, and kind of, I guess, be the best version of yourself. And so there's various different avenues and channels that, that we have 
kind of just very much started and that we see kind of big a big future for but for us it's also you know we have a fund called the live barefoot fund and that's kind of an in-house impact incubating fund if you like for innovation and that enables us to you know put money into developing new materials with partners various aspects of collaborations around kind of preserving indigenous cultures biomechanics research and so being able to amplify a lot of that work as well I think is a huge is huge priority for us in terms of it's not just us as a small brand it's the collaboration piece it's the transparency piece and the honesty piece but it's also around the innovation aspects and how we can start to amplify the message and bring more people along in our wider community. I've got to say I'm so energized listening to you because it's so clear that the 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 vision and the sort of why behind Vivo Barefoot really runs through the DNA of the of the of the business. And I love that you're sort of talking about we're not where we want to be, we're still early in the journey, rather than sort of, you know, in any way thinking about how you can be super positive. And it is very positive what Vivo Barefoot's done and and you know, everything that you're you're talking about really does bring me back to what I said earlier where I said that, you know, Vivo Barefoot aims to bring people closer to the natural world and to their natural human potential. And everything you're saying does that. But it's also so energizing to hear from you how you're still early in the journey and how much there is that can still be done and that has to be done over the next 10 years. So to round it off, give give our audience the three points on why businesses need to become sustainable in order to operate. So I guess very much rounding up what I've spoken about throughout our time this morning but the first one is you know sustainability and moving beyond that really is a license to operate into the future it's not a bolt-on it's not an addition to the existing business model it's a fundamental change to your business model to make sure that it inherently runs through all aspects of your organization as i mentioned we're already seeing the impacts of climate change we're already witnessing the impacts of environmental degradation and issues around kind of social aspects around human rights and modern slavery etc and and for us you know it really does fundamentally need to be a part of the leadership and the business model that you enact as an organization and the organizations that don't i feel will be at complete detriment in terms of survival in future secondly I think for us, in terms of why, I, I just without kind of the kind of agile saying of it's the right thing to do, I think really because inherently it gives you opportunity as an organization. I think it gives you opportunity to innovate. It gives you opportunity to move beyond best practice. And it does give you an opportunity to engage customers and gives you opportunity to engage partners in a a different way of working with kind of, I guess, a more positive outlook rather than just measuring risk and very much kind of being an active participant in terms of a community. You can can really start to shape fundamentals of, of how you change. And it's very exciting in terms of the opportunities that open up when you start to kind of broaden your outlook of what you want to achieve as an organization. And thirdly, I think I'm going to keep on the opportunity side of things, but I think it does give you an opportunity to shape how you work with others in a way which has been historically very different. So the the, the the final point really for me is that we really do desperately need to be working more collaboratively together with other organisations that I guess historically we would have deemed our competitors. And for me, that's kind of absolutely resounding in that we can't do this alone. No one can do it alone. It's a, it's a global challenge and that needs a global response. And so I think overwhelmingly and resoundingly collaboration and innovation and just because it's the right thing to do because, you know, it allows you to operate into the future are kind of my three main points, I think. 
Thank you, Charles. I've really enjoyed this. It's been an informative, but also an inspiring session. And it's making me think about how we as a, as a business at Zencargo can also do more and think more forward and collaborate more. Thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode of Freight to the Point. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our series on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to follow Sharda on LinkedIn as well if you want to hear more about the journey that Vigo Barefoot and Sharda are taking and the transformation that they're making to the industry. And if you have any questions, please do feel free to reach out to either of us on LinkedIn. We'd absolutely love to hear from you and thank you all very much.